This show is sponsored by PSE Archery, Axe Broadheads, Millennium Tree Stands, The Chase Deer Scent, Extreme Archery Products, Antler Insanity. Welcome to Hunting This Week. Now, this is the very first webisode of this new type show. I've been wanting to do this show for a while. I just hadn't been able to figure out a way to make it work or what's the best format or what. Um, it's a little bit different than what we normally do on the Hunt 365 Network. So what we're going to do is, is I'm going to try to bring you a little bit of new information every week. So it's not really about, it's about the hunting industry, but it's, but it's more about the first segment is going to be like um, news that we find interesting, um, you know, just online. The next segment is videos we found interesting. It could be a Hunt 365 video that we got that just came out or is about to come out. Or it could be just a cool video like this week that we've seen a couple cool videos we want to share. And the third thing is I'm going to try to have a co-host with this show. And whatever the co-host is um, promoting or plugging or anything they would like to just talk about they're interested in, we'll have an interview at the last part of that. So anyway, we're driving down the road and um, me and my son are heading toward Georgia. And um, so today my son's going to be the co-host. So let's get started. As I said, we're heading down the road to Georgia. We're in a truck. We thought we'd try these GoPros out in a truck and do this um, show like this. Um, there's not a lot of people on the road. Matter of fact, there's hardly any people on the road. So don't really think it's a safety concern. Plus, tonight gives us an opportunity to work and think about this show. So anyway, we're going to get our new PSE bows. I'm getting the, the new Evo, and Tad's getting the um, Chaos One. So we're excited about that, and we'll be bringing different webisodes about that. But anyway, like I said, my co-host is Tad Givens. Um, he is my son. He's been in front of the video camera for three years. Um, he's got a bunch of turkey kills on video, probably about nine or ten, something like that. Um, I said countless, but he said countless was... Um, too many that you actually can count the number of turkey kills he had on video. Um, he's, he's killed some deer on video and um, to be 13 year old, 13 years old he's got a lot of experience on the and just about it he's been hunting hard for four years so the, pretty much everything he's he's um, killed we've got on camera so he has a lot of experience and um, so anyway I wanted to bring him into this show today thanks for being here buddy you're welcome <laughs> so anyway, let's get on to the first segment of the show, which is us talking about a couple of news articles. So here we go. All right, Tad, read us the first article. The first article is called Texas to pay sportsmen to hunt hogs. There are an estimated 5 million hogs in the United States, and half of which are located in the Lone Star State, which is Texas. So, Texas already spent $7 million on fixing their hog problem, because hogs are always problems, and people are saying it's not enough to prevent it, and the population from tripling the next year, up to five years. So, to keep the pigs under control, the, states have to, the state has to eliminate 66% which they normally eliminate 27 to 29% every year, which is 7,500,000 hogs, which wow. is a lot, but 
it's still not enough. So the Texas Department of Agriculture is going to be partnering with the country governments to launch this 2013 CHAMP program. This will encourage countries to match the state funding up to $300,000 which will be paid to the hunters that actually hunt for the hogs. Okay, so that's an interesting article. Texas is taking a different approach. Um, hogs is a huge problem. What was the percent, how many percentage of the hogs in the country? How many hogs are in the country did the article say? About 7 million. 7 million hogs. And they're prolific um, breeders. I mean, you can no, take... Wait, 5 million. 5 million. You can take a, um, you can take a hog, uh, a sow hog, and she can breed up to four times a year. And during that four times, she can have 10 to 15 um, piglets, I guess you, what you would call. And so you can just see how exponentially they can grow. And it uh, seems like the hunters are shooting them at a linear, more of a linear pace instead of, and it does not keep it up with the exponential pace. So anyway, Texas is actually going to put a bounty on the hogs and pay per hog. Now, the article didn't say how much it was going to pay per hog, but... The only other place I've heard of doing something like this, Tad, is in Louisiana. And we actually saw that on a, on a Duck Dynasty show. You remember when Jace picked up those nasty rat-looking things? They called them nutrients. Remember that? Those swamp rats is what they called them. It was one of the very first episodes of that show where he picked up like four or five of these on the side of the road. And they, uh -huh. those nutrient rats, remember how they smelled real bad and they were talking mm -hmm. about it? Well, the reason they picked them up, because I think they were worth like $5 a piece. What it was, these, these nutrients got into the um, got into the swamps, and they were destroying the swamps. So the state of Louisiana put a bounty on them. So everyone you caught, you um, you got money. Just like you, when I was a kid, way back in the day, if you had a bottle, or uh, when they sold Coke in bottles, you could get 5 to 10 to 15 cents for a bottle that for turning them in at the um, gas stations or grocery store. So the bounty thing might work, and there's a ton of hunters in Texas that like to hunt hogs. So I think that's a great idea, and I'm, I'm, when I saw this article, it was I, I found it pretty interesting. So I wanted, I'm going to follow that. All right, let's move on to the next article, Tag. Go ahead and read that one, bud. The next article is called Colorado Hunting Boycott Loses Steam. So basically, when the Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper signed several law gun control bills, the state people didn't really like it, and there was a lot of restlessness as gun owners and sportsmen like opposed it, which with a much dreaded boycott of the state. At the time, the Outdoor Channel producer Michael Bain announced that he will not be filming in the Centennial Centennial state and he called for the other hunters to likewise take their trips elsewhere now since it's too much later two months later is the state's hunting industry bracing for the worst not really Be rather than dusting off cobwebs and playing solitaire the employees of the parks and wildlife department are busy handling over 468,000 applications for 2013 big game season Instead of experiencing a loss, applications have increased by 17,000. 
for now, it seems that those who enjoy and support hunting in Colorado can breathe a sigh of relief. The state's new guns law, however, are still hotly contested. Starting July 1, the state will now be begin limiting magazine capacity to 15 rounds and ex expand background checks and require firearm purchases to pay a fee for those background checks. Alright, first of all, I'm not a big fan of boycotts. I can't think of any boycotts that ever really work. You know what a boycott is, bud. You went over that in school, right? You don't know what a boycott is? Well, a boycott is basically a bunch of group of people decide they're not going to buy a product or use a service. Right? Oh, okay. Just like in the most famous boycott was the um, Boston Tea Party, remember? Mm -hmm. They were The English were charging a tax on the tea that they were selling. So they decided they weren't going to drink it, and therefore they boycotted. That's where boycott really comes from. Um, these guys in Colorado, you know, they're having that knee-jerk reaction because of um, what happened in that movie theater in Aurora, in Aurora, Colorado. Remember the guy went in there and shot those people watching the Batman movie? Yeah. So anyway, they passed all these laws. So all these, um, all these gun control companies... Of course, Michael Bain, he does a couple really great shows on the Outdoor Channel revolving around gun guns and, and you know, basic self-defense training. And they come up and they said that we're, they're going to boycott Colorado because of these laws. I don't think, don't think that's a real good idea. Um, a lot of people like to hunt, and by boycotting the government, I just think, if anything, it's going to hurt the hunting industry in those states. The hunting industry didn't pass these laws. I think the way you take care of it and you get their attention is you vote these guys out and you put another set of guys in and go in there and repeal those laws or come up with new laws to take that stuff away that's the way you do it instead of boycott you know is get out there and vote but anyway it's interesting um you know out of all this gun violence that's gone on in the last year colorado is really the only the only area the only government that's actually passed legislature um, the federal government, all they did was fail. NRAs increased memberships. If anything, the gun lobby's gotten stronger, and the Second Amendment rights is going to help us even more. So I thought I thought I was going. You know, when I read this article, I thought all these points I wanted to share with my son and then bring it up to you guys. Um, anything you want to add, bud? Not really. Not really. That's the 13-year-old involved. We got some videos though, so let's go. Let's move on to the video segment. So here we go. All right, we're going to show you these videos. Um, most of them come from YouTube, so we're going to try to embed them in this video. I don't know how well it's going to work. I had not tried that. But anyway, we're hopefully showing you the video of the first one. Uh, the first one is a race in West Virginia, a rally race, a Le Mans type race, where a deer, a doe, was trying to come across the road during the middle of the race. We actually slowed it down so you can see it, and um, we'll go from there. What do you think of that one, Ty? I think it was very Yeah, the guys that posted the video, they didn't we, they didn't slow it down. We're going to try to slow it down, so hopefully we're showing it to you right now slow it down. But when I watched it, it, it basically got by and I couldn't see the deer. And I watched it again, but I was really looking for the deer. I saw it that time. But um, can you imagine, you know, a rally-type race, you're going around all these curves, and you're driving anywhere from 
15, 20 miles an hour around the curve to 100 miles an hour in the straightaway, and you see a deer go across the road. I don't quite understand what that deer is trying to cross the road because you know this wasn't at the beginning of the race. So anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> like the next one is is um um this guy did a video of his bear hunt in Canada. Don't don't know exactly what province. I don't remember. But anyway, um, he, he recorded with his, his cell phone camera, and we should be showing that right now. And um, I've seen a lot of encounters where the bear climb up the tree stand with the guy. Well, this one, the guy, the bear actually climbed up closer and actually was sniffing him. And um, that's kind of spooky. And I'm trying to go bear hunting next year. And my wife saw that video, and she's like, you're not going bear hunting. But did you ever think that the that guy was in trouble when he was up that ladder? The bear was seen passive, right? Um, it was a black bear. It wasn't like a grizzly. Um, but still, um, it's still kind of spooky seeing that big of an animal up there. What, what would you uh, had to change your pants after that, Tad? Not really, cause would you reach out and pet him? kind of freaky though didn't you of course the guy after he turned the phone around and he said a bad word i think after he recorded it it kind of got his attention and kind of made him think about how actually serious it was so <laughs> pretty cool huh yeah. all right the next one is by the mossy oak guys and um apparently they're um introducing a new camo pattern called blades and a couple of the cameramen um, of course, they're up in Mississippi, right close to Mississippi State. A couple of the camera guys obviously know the little things about weather balloons. So when you say launch, these guys must have came up with the idea, hey, let's put this camo pattern with Mossy Oak logo 100,000 miles in space. Not 100,000 miles, 100,000 feet. That'd be a long ways, wouldn't it? That'd be past the moon. But anyway, 100,000 feet. And um, it's pretty cool. They actually... Oh, very systematic me being I'm actually an aerospace engineer and I was pretty impressed by their rig and you were too weren't you buddy it was cool a lot of people were like why would you want to do that and I'm like well you know launch is cool video people talking about the camo pattern now right and um, I thought it was really cool didn't you bud yeah, alright so um, the last segment of the, the last part of the video segment I want to talk about the Hunt 365. Um, it's summer, so we're kind of a little slow. So the only really good thing going on is the Reality Hunt Club. Um, we, we released our video of our summer planting. And, of course, you can go to hunt365.tv to watch that. And I got a lot of video of about a two- to three-week period where we started um, disking up the ground all the way to when we sprayed when it actually came up. So we're heading up today. I'm kind of anxious to see how good our soybeans are doing. Um, the next one is the first batch of trail camera photos, and um, that's been from the 15th of June to about the 6th of, the, excuse me, the 15th of May to the 10th of June. And um, in that one, I'm just going to show you a bunch of young bucks, nice bucks, and a couple oddities. Um, I got a deer that's got um, some kind of tumorous growth underneath for our throat. Of course, we got a buck that a guy shot last year in the leg, and he's still hanging in there. He's got a real blown up. Um, knee joint or whatever you want to call that in his leg he's still around so we're starting to watch his antlers grow and um, we got a little some turkey bitties so watch that video and um, 
and see you know just see what's going on with the reality hunt club web series that we got on our hunt365.tv network so anyway let's move on to the interview portion with tad that's what he's been really waiting for since he's been so talkative in this show so the first question is going to be um what do you think your um what's your favorite hunt that you that we video so far my favorite hunt has to be my first hunt because it was the first one we videoed and the it was a big gobbler probably the biggest one i've ever killed yeah he had three beers he had like 25 inches worth of beers didn't he mm-hmm. and believe it or not that was actually the first video that i ever video that was three years ago and i think that was his second bird right yeah, it's my second and you, and we're showing you this video as we talk about it and you see how young he is shooting a single barrel 20 gauge right he's actually hiding when the birds coming down the road there's a bunch of birds so that's your favorite hunt mm-hmm. i don't think i was using the 20 gauge so i was using the um the barrel exchanging the i think you're using the single the single shot it was a 20 gauge not the pump 20 gauge but the single shot 20 gauge no, yeah yeah you're using that which kicked like a mule remember mm-hmm. All right, my next question to my co-host this week is, if you had to choose one, which one would you rather hunt, whitetail or turkeys? Turkeys. Why? Because they're more fun to hunt, and you don't, and usually you don't sit in one place the whole time, and most of the time it's like you move around and try to go to them. It's like more active my opinion yeah just like it more yeah we haven't had a chance to get on a big buck we've killed some does but the turkey hunting is a lot more dynamic it's a lot more moving a lot more you hear them gobbling and you hunt food sources or trying to call them up yeah it is a little bit more yeah that's a tough one i might choose turkey too i love my deer hunting but boy we sure are good dumping turkeys now aren't we yes we are all right now we video you know basically we go hunting we video if it's raining and we can't video we really don't go hunting so what do you think the pros and cons of me videoing you i mean what do you like about it what what don't you like about it well i like it because you get to share your experiences and like keep them going if you're having it with if you're doing it with your grandfather and your dad so you can like always look back on them and, but I think there's only like one con. It is when you, if you ever miss, you get people nag you all the time. Really? Yes. Can you think of a miss? Yes. Which miss comes to your mind about somebody nagging you? The one where a teacher says, I can't believe you missed that bird. Now this is two years ago and I think that's the last animal you missed, wasn't it? Want to show that video clip? Let's show that video clip of that hunt. So stand by. Let's look at that clip real quick.
So anyway, Ty wasn't expecting that, and I wasn't thinking about putting that in here. So as you saw that clip, um, that was the last miss two years ago that he's missed the turkey season. Since then, he's killed six in a row. If he hasn't missed at all. He's just been a stone-cold killer. But anyway, he missed that bird, and it was three of us sitting in that tent. As you can hear, his grandfather said, I can't believe you missed that bird. That was priceless. But anyway, that's, that's his worst kind. That's pretty good because I miss and I do stupid things and I still put them up on the TV for everybody to see. So we're going to get our new PSE bows. Um, what? Um, that's going to be a new challenge for you. Are you excited about that? Yeah, I'm excited about it because like bows are like been around a long time and it's like seems fun to like use them and stuff and you have to and it gives you a workout too when you practice with them. Playing stick and string, playing Indians. You've been playing cowboys, now you can be playing Indians, right? <laughs> we gotta get those deer that close, so that's gonna be a challenge. So I want to thank Taz for being my co-host. Of course, he's a captive audience member driving down the road. It's about about three, three and a half hour drive up here. It's kind of boring. Um, of course, you can watch all our shows on the Hunt365.tv network. We'll try to bring more of these webisodes of this type of show. Um, I don't think it's going to, I don't think during time constraints we're going to be able to do it every week. But even though the title is Hunting This Week, of course, you can go to the website huntingthisweek.com. We're working on that. So go to our hunt365.tv and watch our other shows. And um, stay tuned. And if you got any comments, um, leave them on our Facebook page or on our YouTube channel. Tell me what you think of this format. And um, thanks for watching. And we're fixing to get busy working. So thanks for watching um, Hunting This Week. Thanks for watching our video podcast. You can watch high-definition versions of all our shows at hunt365.tv. Stay connected with us and receive notices of all our new episodes by liking us at our Facebook page.